Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Live from Sacramento, California. Woke up quick at about noon. Featuring Damian Barling. Yes, I absolutely still love Russell Westbrook. So what? And Kenny Carraway. Sometimes you really just vibing out. This is D-Lo and KC. <laughs> I'm the streets voice out west, legendary self-made progress, last time that I checked. On ESPN 1320. Let's go, baby. It's Friday the 13th. This might be the last word I get in the entire show. Let's go. We appreciate you so much for being with us. I'm Damian Barling. Acknowledge me. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. And Super Wild Card Weekend is here. The 49ers and Seahawks get things underway tomorrow. Uh, we got games coming up uh, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, we got a game on Monday night. We'll talk about all of them. And, of course, we've got the Sacramento Kings uh, back in action once again tonight uh, at the Golden One Center taking on the Houston Rockets for the second time uh, in the last three days. Will Z will be with us in about 20 minutes to preview that game uh, by the numbers. Plus, we'll talk with... Our normal Friday lineup. Trista Crick will be here. Yeah. Talk about her time in Sacramento and her experience at the Kings game uh, o- over the weekend. At the G1C. We'll talk with Kyle Matson uh, immediately following that, or perhaps at the same time. You never really know. <laughs> and James Ham will be here. And the truth is, James Ham may very well show up at like 1 o'clock. Yeah. So that's kind of the it's, – it's, it's them Friday vibes, baby. It's them Friday vibes. We hear Kenny already yelling at nobody in particular. Come but on, since, man. I'm the only person in the room. I'm gonna take it as disrespect. So he's hey, been man, screaming you know the at vibes, me for the man. last five minutes. You know the vibes, man. 49er Friday, Wild Card Weekend, NFL playoffs. Come on, man. Come on, red end zones. Come on, let's go. I ain't playing, man. I ain't playing. I had I had my one little moment of doubt, you know, for about five minutes yesterday. I'm done with all that. I did my homework. I was listening to the streets of Seattle. <laughs> Them boys ain't ready. Them boys ain't ready. They know what time it is. They know what time. They out here wishing on a hope and a prayer, and we ain't giving either. So that's the kind of day it's going to be. Uh, that right there. Um, again, 49ers take on the Seahawks tomorrow. We will talk a ton. And I got, I got some, I got some for Damien. I got some for Dame. Yeah. Okay. So I got I'm, some for Dame. I'm just gonna be completely 
transparent as we always are. I don't like this. I really don't like it at all. You got to learn to trust me. I've tr- it's not about trusting you. So Kenny says, yo, we got something at one. It's like, cool. What? Oh, trust me. The hell does that mean? First of all, what do you think I, I'm? What do you, what I do you have think no I'm idea. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> you think I'm gonna have a Sako? This is your life? Like, no, it's a radio That'd show. Be impressive. Like, it's gonna be a guest that has something to do with the radio show. You're okay? pulled a clown here. <laughs> I don't know. What, what do you think's gonna happen? I have no idea. It says special guest. Cool. Maybe I should prepare for this special guest. No, nope. be fine. I would. I look. The other day, I told you about a certain situation. That was like this small. And I was like, you probably didn't watch it. I'm going to mention it. Let me give you, hip you to the game. I would not leave you out there to look crazy. <laughs> okay? It's, All right? It's, like, it was like this small of a situation. I was like, hey, I'm going to mention it for two seconds. I just don't want to leave you out there. Miss P says right? Chris Haynes is back. I, <laughs> I, I, I guess. I, 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 guess that's, I guess that's all it could be. So whatever that is, it's, we'll all find out together. And that's 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 a shoot. We are all go- like Jim Ross on the the first draft. Like he just found out he's working on Tuesdays instead of Mondays. We'll all find out together. The first draft. Jim Come Ross on, got man. Jim Ross right. got drafted to SmackDown and almost quit. <laughs> he did. He didn't know that at all. No, he was pissed. You could see it in his face. He was pissed, and then he wrote this big, long article, maybe my career is coming to an end. And I think Vince McMahon pulled him aside and said, remember how much money you make, pal. Oh, I can't wait to work on Tuesdays. Yeah, Good old JR. Can, can he treat me like Jim Ross in Oklahoma? Damn shame. Like I, like I said, hey, to join there, there was Vince something, McMahon Kiss My Ass Club. There, there was something earlier in the week that maybe 50 people watched. And I know you didn't watch it. And I said, hey, I'm about to talk about this for like five seconds. I want to give you a heads up. Like, this is what happened. Da, 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 da. That, that would, if I wouldn't leave you hanging for that, why would I leave you in, in, in no man's land for this? Come on, you'll be fine. I'm not in <laughs> you'll no be man's, fine. I'm not in no man's land. I'm in parts unknown. <laughs> it's going to be 50 cent, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, Kings take on Houston again uh, tonight. Kings moved half a game uh, behind Dallas last Ooh. night for the sport, four spot uh, after Dallas beat the Lakers. Those are tough games because I don't know who to root for. Do you root mm. for the team that's that's like behind and, and you just want to get them a little bit further away? Yeah. Or do you root for, you know, the positioning and you just know you're going to fight it out for a while? Yeah, Because I'm watching the standings every night. Absolutely. Watching the standings and the We're going to drive board. ourselves nuts for the next 40 games. Standings and the scoreboard. Every mm-hmm. game matters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every game matters. I, I, look, I'm going to be honest with you. You mm-hmm. can play the drop if you want to. I was torn last night. I didn't know oh. where I wanted to go. Oh, this one. Yeah. Okay. Hey, but that's fair. But, but, but it's also fair because those are probably the two teams along with the Boston Celtics. So two of the three teams – that I hate the most in the NBA. You know this. You know I hate the Mavericks. I know you do. I hate the Mavericks. So, and then Mark Cuban was there with that stupid shirt on. MFFL. Who cares if you're a Mavericks fan for life? I don't give a damn. I always hated that stupid little hashtag. So, I wasn't sure which way I wanted to go. Could absolutely stand for something else. Like that's a that's a risky. That's a risky. You got to be careful. That's a risky idea. Especially if you're Mark Cuban. And, and the way you run things. Right. Just settle down. Just, right. just say go Mavs and go Yeah, that. just keep it moving. Uh, so, yeah, man, I I was torn. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know what yeah, I, I don't know go. what to do. I, the, I, I don't know what to do. At the end of the day, you play the sound if you want to. At the end of the day, I don't believe 
the Lakers will make a real run, and the Mavericks were right there. So I wanted to push the Mavericks back back down a little bit. No, I, I'm 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 okay with that. I actually think I was the opposite way. I wanted the Lakers to fall a little bit further back because yeah, I still have that tinge of doubt about what's going to happen when Anthony Davis comes back. You know, the, you know, the first question when Anthony Davis comes back is how long is Anthony Davis back? And that's mm-hmm. not I'm not it's just the reality of of Anthony Davis's career. The thought mm-hmm. that if he's coming back with, you know, they're past the 40 game mark now. So let's say there's 38 games left when he returns, 37 games left when I don't think he's playing 37 games. Mm. Um, the question is: Is it is it uh, load management? Does he get hurt again? Is it an aggravation? Like, what what do they ultimately do? So that kind of still sits in my sits in my brain a little bit. Mm. Um, Portland and Cleveland was easy to choose from. Oh yeah, easy yeah. work. Shout Cast out, for life. Shout out Io. Yeah. Shout out uh, House, House Party. Party. You yep. know what I mean? Like, it, it, that Rock was, that was easy KC work. gear. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out. Um, yeah, that was easy work. That was easy work. So um, at the end of the day. I'm not crying for them, Argentina. Lakers lost, so what? I don't give a damn. Mm. <laughs> Keep losing. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I I think the Lakers are gonna um, still. They got a little bit of a run in them. I do believe that. But there was two things, and we can we can get into it later, more in depth, if you want. But are they gonna wear down LeBron James? Because I he had numbers last night, but I didn't like mm-hmm. the way he was moving last mm-hmm. night. He was looking a little tired. I'm not going to call him old, but just he wasn't the same last night. I don't know what happened. He felt like he didn't even take a shot for, you know, the whole fourth quarter mm-hmm. and most of overtime. So I, I don't know, man. And the other thing, I want to put something to rest. I want to put something to rest. James will get in here. My partner on J Street Vibes, Jason Jones, you know, the professor. He's J Street Vibes. He comes here on Tuesday. I want to dead all that noise of, well, look at the West. If you if you have a bad week, you could go from five to eleven. No, you can't. Okay, no, it's not happening. You mentioned it. I think a week ago, the Kings already had the bad week, and they didn't even fall to the top six. Yeah, they didn't move. Like we need to dead all that noise. There is separation happening between the two. I keep saying, it's I'm mild. looking at the loss column. It's mild. Yeah, they're five game. The Lakers are five games back. There's always a combination of will the Kings fall completely off the face of the earth and will which they have not done one time in the first half of the season 100 percent, and the combination of that and the lakers or the blazers or the jazz Mm -hmm. winning like six in a row Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that's probably not going to happen well though and and those things have happened the 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 five wins in a row six wins in a row seven wins in a row they've never coincided with it seems like multiple teams have done it Mm-hmm. Right, multiple teams would do it at the same time, so you wouldn't see a lot of movement in in the in the standings. Really, the two biggest shifts that I think we've seen on the season: Phoenix dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it was three shifts. Utah, Utah has dropped back, and Portland, Portland. Uh, was a little higher to start. Portland the season. on life support. They, uh, I mean, Dame went for fifty last night and they lost. And I, I don't know. What that's indicative of, if it's just the makeup of the team, if it's a team still trying to figure things out, but you, it, you know, it's the it's the frustration of the Lakers game for the Kings. You had all you had that night from De'Aaron and and and, and Domas, and it went to waste. You wasted a fifty point night from Dame, like you couldn't mm. get. And what the, what was it? It was like once was it one sixteen, one fourteen. 
think like it, I mean I mean and that, that that's a that's a decent score, but it wasn't it it, it wasn't like it was one thirty five right. to you know, one thirty one thirty six to one thirty four. It wasn't that right. Like you couldn't get like a little bit from somebody to get to from get them over between, the top between Nurkic, Anthony, and Jeremy. Can get a little something. Yeah, yeah. So like those, those more than more than just losses, periodic losses through the season. Those are the those types of losses for Portland are the ones that I look at and go, man, you you, yeah. you got Dame there and you can't. I I think they on life support, man. Mm. I really do. They're out of the combo right now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're nineteen and twenty two. They're they're in the they're in the eleventh spot. Uh, so I think over the weekend I heard it correctly. Where 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 would you lie for this one? I think it's a Mavs Blazers back to back this weekend. Do you want to just damn near put the Blazers yeah, in the, the dirt? Let the Mavs win them both. Yeah, I let the Mavs win them both. <laughs> the Blazers I'll in take the that. dirt. Yeah, I, I I take that. I take the Mavs winning them both. Even even I know you don't even, like it. Oh oh, I can't. Stand but think the about Mavs. it. Like think about it. So 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 that's coming. Is that the next two games? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So. You've got Houston and San Antonio. Mm-hmm. The Mavs win two, push Portland back. Kings win two. They're half a game back. Mm-hmm. They're they're still right in the true, same. True. They're right in the same exact spot. You thinking? You thinking? So I'll 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 take that for Portland to drop a few for because like you said, you've been preaching this for a week and a half now, two weeks. Can't make up the loss column. Mm-hmm. The loss column is what it is. For some reason, the Kings have seemingly played less games than everybody on the planet. Kings are going to play sixty games. I, I, I guess so. I guess I guess the Kings are still in the COVID year, but but everyone Kings else, every, yeah, I guess everyone everyone else is playing a full slate. So, but at some point, this will all even out. It's just not even right now. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you can't make up the loss column. So add to it. Yeah. Add, add to that loss column. You sold me. I'm not gonna say go Mavs, but say you it. sold me. Say it. Hell no. Say go Luca. You say, come on, man. No. Come on, say, come on, say. I'm not going to commercial. Too. I, I was so Luka. mad last night when the Lakers were playing <laughs> that stupid defense. Schroeder's like four what? feet tall. He gonna shoot right over the top. You got to double get the ball out of his hand. Why did Russ body check him <laughs> and fall? Like Russ, he did it twice. Like, what, what are you doing? What about the one under the basket? Oh, the one under the basket was funny. <laughs> the one under the basket didn't get the play because the little scuffle didn't start afterwards. But the one under the basket's funny. Russ runs Whoa. directly into him and then and falls then falls. Back. Like, <laughs> Russ, come on, man. We'll come Russ back. Had a good game last night. Twenty-eight points. He did yeah, yeah, he did. Um, wasn't enough though. Uh, Dallas gets the win. Uh, Will Z always gets the win. He'll preview uh, the second game against the Houston Rockets tonight when he joins us next here on Sacramento Sports Leader. We're just getting started. Stilo and Casey on ESPN 1320. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. D-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Damien Z. <laughs> live live on the Odyssey app, live on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320, youtube.com slash ESPN1320. You can watch us in high definition on Facebook Live, wherever you are. We appreciate you so much uh, for being with us. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, make sure you hit the thumbs up, the like buttons, the follow buttons, all of that stuff, because we got our man uh, Will Z here with us, yeah. the official ESPN 1320 statistician. He wrote an article, as he does each and every game day, previewing uh, tonight's game, Kings-Rockets. Part deux. Uh, Will, what what stood out to you most, numbers-wise, what stood out Mm -hmm. to you most from the game on Wednesday? Other than the fourth quarter, which we can talk about in a little, to me it was the dunks for the Rockets. Mm. So the Rockets are leading the league with 6.1 dunks per night. So 6.1, most any teams having a night. They had 10 on Wednesday. So just a ton. And those are like the easiest looks you can get. So for me, that's kind of what stood out. Uh, and looking into it a little more in terms of why that was such a huge impact. So the Rockets shot 18 of 30 in the restricted area. 10 of those are dunks. So you take those 10 out. And they went 8 of 20. That's 40%. So that's really bad in the restricted area for for a percentage. So to me, it's if the Kings can, I mean, they won while still allowing those dunks. But if they can just change those to layups, then that's a complete, a huge stat change um, already just by that little adjustment. Hey, Will, what did you think about um, like the strategy, at least the perceived strategy? This is what it seemed like to kind of let the Rockets shoot the ball from beyond the arc, almost like a pack line defense a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and the the Rockets were making shots. The one thing I, I liked about that is if that's their strategy, that's what they believed, they never seemed to overreact to mm-hmm. a couple shots going in. Do you, did, did you kind of see the same thing with, with that game, that they were giving them the threes and they were going to trust the numbers in a sense that even though they were hitting early, that was going to fade off at some point that night? Yeah, I completely agree. I think that for a team where you know they're not good at shooting, just like you said, Ken, you can't overreact when they start making a few um, where you change your game plan and everything. 
In the second half, looking at the numbers, they went 9 of 18. Uh, but if you look at just the fourth quarter, they were 3 of 9. Mm-hmm. So they cooled off eventually. The Kings picked up their defense. Uh, but it didn't. It wasn't sustainable for the Rockets. And I think that that is kind of a good game plan, especially around Jalen Green. He was 3 of 12. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of shots, a lot of three-point attempts. Mm-hmm. And if he wants to put up 12 again tonight, I'm, I'm fine with that, really. There's been a lot of discussion about whether Wednesday's game was like good for the Kings or like a little mm-hmm. frustrating given the fact that they, you know, it was a bad team. The Houston Rockets went into the uh, fourth quarter with the lead and obviously the Kings pulled away. You wind up winning by 20. And man, it got to 20 quick. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't oh, even yeah. realize that the, they were up by 20 until I, I went to make the graph. I was like, yo, this team won by 20. <laughs> like that escalated quickly. Yeah. Um, do you did the Kings play well Wednesday? I think they played <laughs> fine for I mean it's the whole they played fine for three quarters and then played extremely well in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So I mean if you average that out they played an above average game probably. Mm-hmm. I think I said on Wednesday they'd have to play very poorly both on offense and defense to lose. I don't think they did that at all. I think they were fine on. They were good on offense all game. They were average on defense until the fourth. But it's just that weird. Yes, they won by a lot, but it doesn't feel like they won by a lot. Mm-hmm. But I also caught myself in the first three quarters not being worried at all. Like, did you guys think they were going to lose it all on Wednesday? I thought there was a possibility. I, did, I really yeah. did. I felt. I felt as I. I, I thought they were going to turn it on, not to the degree in which they did. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to win when they went down. One, I was like, "All right, this is this is stupid. Like, put put, yeah. put them away." I think. I think. Yeah. I didn't think this was Charlotte. I think. I think Houston tied it up in the fourth quarter, maybe eight nine minutes to go. I was like, "Come on, man!" Is it that? That's a little bit of doubt crept mm-hmm. in. I ain't gonna lie to you. I was like, "Really?" Because I think the Kings had. Maybe, you know, it wasn't a big run, but maybe got it to four or five. It was like, all right, let's go. Mm-hmm. And then they let it be tied up again. I was like, oh, my gosh. But um, I had a little bit of doubt. I thought, yeah. the, I, I mean, it, it, it was a frustrating game, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a frustrating three quarters. It was a tremendous fourth quarter. Tremendous. Uh, anything yes. we need to watch tonight? Like, what, what, what do you think uh, Houston, you know, saw or what numbers of Houston uh, is Houston using to – Hey guys, I, you know, hey, one more quarter, guys. I, you know, we played well enough for three quarters. What are they going to hang their hat on headed into tonight's game? Yeah, I think I saw Steven Silas say something about um, defense and closing out games. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if they turned up their defensive pressure a little bit um, and tried to limit the Kings on offense. So the Kings, just checking to see how they did from three. Uh, 19 of 48, 39.6%. So I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to shut down the Kings a little bit more from beyond the arc. But, I mean, easier said than done. Yeah. yeah. I think I don't think they have any answers for this year, mm-hmm. right now, for what the Kings want to do. They can have those wants of trying to shut them down a little bit. I don't think they have the personnel. You know, they don't, they don't mm-hmm. have the defenders to be able to do that. I think the, the Hornets, the Hornets, the Rockets' best chance at, at, at beating the Kings is number one if the Kings are off from three and mm-hmm. they'd have to they'd have to score with them. That's that's what the Rockets can do is they can score. 
And like I've been talking about for the two days, if you want to get into a scoring match with the Kings, that's not the way to beat them. That's yeah. not the way to beat them. Like they're, they're going to. We're going to go shot for shot with the Kings tonight. <laughs> that ain't it. That ain't it. So anything could happen, obviously, but I don't think this. Some Rockets teams team probably could, though. Houston cannot. Houston cannot. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you, I think we went over those numbers Wednesday. Like, that's not what this team does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No, they, again, the, one of the worst shooting teams from the field from three. They're not a good free throw shooting team. We saw that on Wednesday as well. Uh, they just they don't have the offensive firepower. So it'll take the Kings really being off or the Kings being really lax on defense, which – Hopefully, we don't have to wait until the fourth quarter uh, to see. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I did find for, in terms of kind of adjustments, this kind of a weird the back-to-back situation. So I tweeted this out just before the show started. Uh, the Kings, the first time when they face an opponent, are 13-12. and 12. Mm. When they face opponents for a second time, they're 8-4. and four. Mm. So they are kind of winning that rematch battle. Uh, which is really great to see and kind of something that caught my eye coming into tonight. Well, they did beat Denver the second time. They did. Mm-hmm. They I did. won. Yeah. Now, the, the, the funny thing about that is because I think Keegan talked about it yesterday as well. He's like, yeah, you know, we were in the back-to-back situation and, you know, we, we played well and won the second game. And I was like, ah, not so fast, my friend. They were down like 20. And only three guys scoring double figures. Really? Yeah, that was Malik's thirty-three. Points. Oh, that was that's right. Yeah, 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 that was Malik's thirty-three. So it's it's still you know to be determined, but I like I like Will Z's numbers. They make me feel a little better. Question well, for you guys: Can you figure out they've only lost two games in a row to two teams? Can you figure out who? Golden Warriors. State. Yep. Um. Mm. Atlanta. Mm. Yep. That's phenomenal knowledge by you. I'm going home. That's my win for the day. <laughs> Happy Friday. That's my win for the day. Just, I thought it was impressive because, um, I mean, you don't want to lose multiple games in a row to multiple teams, and adjustments are huge in the NBA. So I like that. Good stuff. Uh, we appreciate you, Will. Uh, get back to work, man. Have a great weekend, and I'm sure we'll be checking in with you throughout the day. I appreciate you guys. Have a good one. Take Sir man, Will. Will Z right there. Uh, one of the best in the game. Hopefully you're following Will Z already on social media. If you want more from him, you can check out his amazing work over at uh, ESPN 1320's website. Uh, Diana Rossini. Sean McVay informed members of the Rams organization that he will be staying <laughs> as the head coach. That's a mistake. Yeah, Sean, you should leave. <laughs> Get the hell away from this team now. That's a mistake. This team is. Well, whatever. He can stay around. We can kick his ass all the time anyway. Sure, stay. Stay. Mm. All right. It's not what I want. I, I, Sean McVay's going to Amazon. <laughs> and Yeah, go ahead and stay. That, that leaves one less job for somebody to come in that division and take care of. That team, I think they're going to try and well, make it's one not. Less- it's not Sean Mc- like that team. It doesn't matter who you have coach that no, team. No, that team's a I, long way from. I mean, Sean McVay is, is fine, but I'm thinking like like one of the things with Arizona, like oh Sean Payton. You know what I mean? That's what if Sean Payton looked at L.A. is like oh, a better I situation. You. You know, yeah, so, I don't think it is. Yeah. They got. They're gonna. They're gonna try one more time. Like we don't think. You you think so? Uh, they, like they with got, Aaron Donald and Ma- Well, I guess Aaron Donald has like Detroit. Okay, do I want to retire or make forty million dollars next year? Yeah. Ah, I'll go make $40 million. Because he has, 
you, we, we talk about uh, the Cleveland quarterback's contract. Mm. Aaron Donald's contract's even better. It's just, do I want to play? No? Okay, I'm out. <laughs> do, 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 do I want to play? Sure, I'm in. Cool. $40 million. Right. He has full control over, over, over everything. Yeah. Um, and good for him. Uh, it's a it's a it's a great contract. Um, Matt Stafford under center. Matt Stafford under center, or you got Baker. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I, Baker is a free agent? Question mark this I, year. I, I hope that I, I hope, think Baker's a free agent. I hope Baker stays on the Rams. I hope he. I leave, hope he plays. Don't do that to ba- leave Baker alone. What did Baker Mayfield do to you? He planted the flag at Ohio State. I think I thought you would love him. I'm not really like Oklahoma fan. Oh yeah, no one Oklahoma. Yeah, no, yeah. and Baker was out there uh, just being a jerk. No, he was. Yeah, that's what he, he did was. a good job with Los Angeles, though. Did he? He did a fine, fine job with Los Angeles. He did an okay. J- <laughs> he did a passable job with Los Angeles. <laughs> As I look right now, um, looks like the Rams. Yeah, I'm, this is exactly how it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, they are eleven million dollars over the cap going into next year. Oh, the NFL will erase that. That's true. That's true. Like you'll check in in two weeks, and it'll be wait. So somehow they lost six and a half million. Somehow they're only four million now. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait, wait a second. Why do they have twenty million dollars available? How did this happen? How did <laughs> they, they just how they get in the first round? Right. How they get how the did they get pick? the number one pick? <laughs> Always making that happen. Uh, I'm I'm on um, spot track, uh, and they're just breaking down them a little bit, and they talk about a bubble candidate for guys that may have to move on. Jalen Ramsey's on there, and I guess if mm. they trade him early, that would leave 19.6 million dollars of dead cap on their table, freeing up 5.6 million dollars of space. But you so, said 5.6. Yeah. I don't think they'll make that move. I think Sean McVay's coming back because they're going to hold on coming to those. Back. To what they do have, they're going to mm-hmm. hold on to it. Okay. Maybe so. he found out Kirk Street had a two-year deal. <laughs> Kirk, Maybe. man. Kirk, fine. Kirk's, Kirk's a great Kirk's, analyst. Kirk's a great analyst. He can only do it. I know that does more stuff even, than me. Even Al Michaels does more stuff than who? Me. Even Al Michaels doesn't like Thursday Night Football. Al is, yeah. he he Al, Al compared it to selling a uh, I think a twenty year old Mazda. <laughs> I, I think got, it was something like they that. They got some sorry games this year. Man. Yeah, it was bad. They got and some Al sorry was games. very vocal about it. I think he said in <laughs> they had a clip on awful announcing. His, he said, uh, "This game is it possible that this game is so awful it's actually good?" <laughs> and Herb Street goes. Yeah, I'm not there yet, Al. <laughs> so you have the very highly paid announced team trashing right. uh, the games and, and, that are and on part your of network. Me, part of me, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm off Al Michaels right now. But part of me was, all right, relax, Al. <laughs> relax, like it, well, you, you, you took the bag. Yeah, I'm, part of me, this. part of like, me is like, sit through it, and I hope the NFL gives you trashier games yeah, next year. Yeah, it's like settle down, Al Michaels. You could have stayed at NBC and had Sunday Night Football. You took the bag, went to Amazon. 
I hope Come you get now. the Titans season pass next year as your schedule. That's that's what I hope. That way, a- I never AFC want AFC South every I, Thursday I, night. <laughs> I never once have to open that stupid Amazon Prime app on on uh, on my television. Though I did watch Jack Ryan on it. Jack Ryan's a very good. What's Jack Ryan? It's uh, it's uh, I don't I don't want to do this to him. John Krasinski, uh, Jim on The Office. Oh, okay, it, is he the bald balding guy? Is that Jim? Kind of over overweight. No, which one is that? no Jim and Pam. Jim, oh. like the central storyline oh, of the, Larry Bird. Name. Yeah, I don't remember R- his name. Larry Bird. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's that's Jim. Uh, but it's like a it's like a CIA show. Mm. It's not a comedy show. See, it's, it's very very good. Mm. Uh, that's all Amazon Prime on my television is good for. It's okay. good for nothing else. Well, and it's sure as hell ain't good for money. They got Coach Prime. You got Coach Prime. I keep meaning to check that out. Coach and I don't. Prime, it's not bad. I only seen one episode, but it's it's cool. I'm gonna go back. Do you think he's? Do you think he put that show on Amazon for the obvious reason? Yeah. Like Hulu may have offered more, Netflix may have offered more, and I, Dion was just like, "No, it's got to go on it. It's got to go on Prime." Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's Prime just, on Prime. So. Uh, Kevin Herter was getting some conditioning and unclear. Uh, if he's going to play tonight, seems like he's still questionable uh, with that non-COVID-related illness that he had. Yeah. Again, he was at at, at shoot-around today, uh, as confirmed by our 1320 Kings insider, James Ham. I don't mean to switch it up again. Can I get a little breaking yeah, glass? Fine. Just a little breaking glass? Oh, a little breaking. I, I think I, this I, is breaking glass. All, all I, I haven't I, seen it. So. I, all I have is breaking glass. It's not necessarily little. Yeah, that's Lam- just kind of breaking glass. Lamar Jackson officially ruled out. That's not breaking glass. Really. Ah, we, first time I, well, the tweet just came up. So. Well, we've been. I mean, he wasn't a. When Lamar tweeted yesterday, it was clear he wasn't playing. Yeah. Like he literally said, "Good luck to my guys." <laughs> good luck. To, yeah. But, speaking of good luck to my. Did you see what Derek Carr did? Oh yeah, the the gifts. Yeah, <laughs> for Devontae Adams, who played with him one season. Like, how would you feel if you were an offensive lineman blocking for his ass for the last seven years, and you see, uh, you see Max Crosby and and and, and Devonte Adams get these iced out pendants? Well, the, the the joke might be you weren't blocking me for these. Well, that could that could that could, that could be uh, that could be Derek Carr telling uh, his offensive line he can go to hell <laughs> straight, straight to, to hell. hell. And and the thing that came to my mind first was, how are you going to get that pendant? And not have an accompanying chain. Do you know that they have a chain that goes with that? Mm. Or are you going to make them buy a chain that goes with the pendant? I'd be foul. Yeah, you got to. That's got to be it. You got to get them both. Maybe Unless the, you know they have a chain that goes. Maybe with the that. chain was in a separate box. Maybe it was Possibly. actually two gifts. Possibly. And I then s- now you know. I mean, I haven't. I seen, still can't I get know. over Devontae Adams got one, and they played together one year. I know, I know that I know that their crew and yeah. all of that, but you you could have bought him one last year. It, <laughs> what would it matter? And then do we? I mean, do you know that they even wear jewelry like that? I would what think. It, I would think he knows. I would hope I mean, he's so. In the locker I room mean, with him, I would hope so. He didn't give him a chain. <laughs> they they may they may wear gold. Man. Well, 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 maybe they opened it and were like, yo, is this a keychain? What am I supposed to do with this? It's a keychain. Like, what do I do with this? <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll have our Raiders insiders dig into it a little bit more to see if there was an accompanying <laughs> chain uh, with Derek Carr's gift. Uh, any more breaking news you want to hit? 
Not right now. Not that I say. I mean, it says Giants have no players with injury designations. Lamar Jackson has no business being on the field. Do you really think he's not going to be with the Ravens next year? No, I do. You think he's going to be with the yeah, Ravens? Yeah, they, they're, they're, they're in too much control. I don't want him to be. Right. I don't want him to be with the Ravens because I feel like they've dropped the ball on this. But this isn't This isn't new. Didn't – man, I don't want to speak out of turn. Didn't Dak do this? Didn't Dak get franchised? Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. play? Mm-hmm. And, and he got hurt, remember? That's when he broke his foot, his ankle. And we thought he missed out on all his money. Huh. Oh, yeah, because the team stunk when he was away. Yeah. So they gave him the yeah. they gave him the money. Um, obviously, Kirk did it. Kirk got franchised twice. Kirk, 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 I think we looked at this before, but he's, he's Kirk Cousins, two hundred million dollar man. Kirk Cousins had, I don't, I don't remember what his last deal was, but Kirk Cousins had five. You know, everyone talks about Deshaun. It, it, it's different, but still, Kirk Cousins had five straight years of guaranteed money. Mm. Because he signed the three-year guaranteed contract mm-hmm. with with Minnesota after the two franchise tags, which were fully guaranteed. Mm-hmm. It was five years straight that he made uh, and, a fully guaranteed salary. And didn't he just get a deal? Didn't he sign what was in the last offseason? Yeah. Damn. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, actually, he's not a bad He's not a bad quarterback bad at all. Right, right, right. But it all comes down to Sunday. Like, that's Kirk. Sunday. Isn't that Kirk's? thing he can't win a primetime game mm-hmm. maybe and, they well, want the Vikings well, he can't to win, win a, which... a primetime game he's won one playoff game it was a big one Prime, yeah, super superdome won one was that the crazy it wasn't no that was uh that was uh Case Keenum um that was oh, in was Minnesota uh okay. Kurt went into in 2019 went into the Superdome all car weekend and, and beat the Saints, and then they played the Niners and lost uh, at Levi's. Okay. Crazy stat. I remember that Saints one. Crazy stat. Okay. Niners have not lost a uh, wild card or divisional game since 2011. Okay. They're perfect seven and zero. I was going to say, how many times games. have they played? Seven okay. and zero. They've they haven't lost a wild card game since 2001. They've never lost a home wild card game. None of this matters on Saturday, but this is just, you know. Why doesn't it matter on Saturday? It's a wild card game. Yeah, well, this, they, these guys ain't got nothing to do with it. Well, no, no, that, but the stat's I mean applicable. That. Yeah, the yeah. stat's applicable that's, to this that's weekend. That's what I mean by that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, they, they, they were 5-2 and two overall uh, in wild card games. Never lost at home. They lost in 0-1, and before that, they hadn't lost since, like, 87 in the wild card round. Okay. Well, those are those are those are little numbers notes. are on their side. Little notes to put in their back pocket. Mother Nature is not though. Not ish. What's it look like? Hopefully, uh, it doesn't gonna, look like whatever it looked from like ten to ten oh five. It was it was nuts outside out yeah, here. It's crazy. Uh, the what what I'm what I'm hearing um, is it's going to rain heavy before the game. It's going to rain heavy after the game. There may be a window. Mother Nature's a 49ers during, fan. Uh, you know, maybe right. so. Maybe so. Okay. So there'll, there'll be a, they'll, it'll be windy the whole time, but as far as like hard rain, uh, it, it may take a break during the game. Okay. We'll come back. We'll talk more 
about Super Wild Card Weekend. We'll talk more about the Kings as well. Trista Crick coming up a little bit over an hour from now. Kyle Matson, James Ham, uh, all scheduled for the day. It's D'Lo and oh, KC. And, and D'Lo, this is your life coming up next. <laughs> Today's the day your dream comes true. I get in the pickup life. truck and go home. It's Kenny and KC here on <laughs> Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. D-Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Hey, D-Lo, this is your life. You are here on a 49er Friday on Wild Card Weekend with the 49ers looking to smack around them sorry 12s. And you locked in with your man KC. But we got my main man, the butcher boy, Joe Shask, and a morning roast. Let's go. We about to turn this thing up. We about to turn this thing up, Damien. Let's this, go. This, this is why Kenny didn't tell me, because I just could have left and let y'all. Ken, Butch, Kenny been yelling at me since like 1150 about this game. I ain't even do nothing. I'm just here. I'm a broadcast journalist just trying to earn a dollar. And he comes in. We're getting ready to start the show. And then all of a sudden, Butch, his voice gets really good. I'm ready for this game. And he starts clapping and yelling. And I'm like, playing. hey, I'm on your team. We ain't playing, man. It, uh, Joe, I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. You know, during the week, I was pretty mild. Sometime yesterday afternoon, I started getting turned up. And I want I I, I, I want true. I want this one bad. This is I true. want this one bad. I want to backhand the hell out of Pete Carroll and those Seahawks. I want this one bad, Joe. What's going on, man? No, oh, what's up, boys? Uh, I got a brand new sweatshirt. It's like bedazzled. That's kind of I, I noticed I like that. that. That's that's like that's that. hot. Let me show you the back of it. I okay. like that. Let let's, me see what's going all right. on. Oh, oh yeah, we got the chips well, on there. Now, now wait the a minute. On there. Where are the the ten other championships that you said uh, okay. the 49ers But your boy will absolutely understand. I, I don't know if you've ever heard this, Joe. I yeah, I I've tell heard these your, people, your yeah, thing. They should have won. They got. They should have Super ten. Bowls. They should have ten. Yeah, at least yeah, he knows. But we don't. He okay. knows. That's yeah. fine. I I I I can't lie. I love the. No, that's fire. I love I love the that's front. Fire. The front. That, that is that's <laughs> dope. That is fire. That's dope, Bush. That's good stuff right there. Yeah, man. So you let me tell you something. Like this is like. Something that I need in my life right now. New York Giants, Dallas Cowboys, Green Bay Packers, even the Minnesota Vikings. Like, depending on your age, those are, you know, your your primary rivals, right? In terms of the playoffs, the history of the 49ers. More recently, obviously, the Rams. Like, I'm going back to the to the last 30 years or so. And obviously, last year, the Rams, big, big rivals. But for a lot of people that are in their 20s and 30s, the Seahawks is it. And think mm. about it. Like, they put the stake through the heart of the 49ers. They ended Colin Kaepernick, essentially, right? Losing that game in the NFC Championship game. Ended Harbaugh. Pete Carroll rose to prominence. They win a Super Bowl. You don't. Bowman loses his his left leg. Iopati's never the same. Frank Gore's never the same. Your defense basically gets shut down. They take over as the most dominant defense in the league. Russell Wilson wins the McDonald's commercial between him and Colin Kaepernick. He goes on like an eight, nine-year run. Like, Revenge is a dish best served cold. Well, guess what? It's going to be windy, rainy, and cold tomorrow, mm. and I'm here for it, and I'm ready to drive the steak right through the heart of Mr. Crooked Nose, the burglar, <laughs> a.k.a. Pete the Cheat Carroll. Let's go. Like, what are you waiting for? Let's go. That's what the hell I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I think you guys are brothers. Like, I'm I'm, I'm going to investigate that your guys' family tree. That is my bro. That's my man's. Like, y'all, y'all, got that, you got, y'all got that same energy here today. <laughs> Y'all got that same energy. Hey, 
He's spot on though, man. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say he's he, spot on. He, doesn't mean he's wrong. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's time. Wrong. This this team, this Seahawks team and franchise, they have they have they they've they've owned the 49ers for the better part of the last ten to twelve yeah. years. You know, and, and yeah. we've gone up there, we've gotten smacked around in Seattle. They've come down here. We always know talking about eating turkey on, on the fifty yard line I and mean, all this other stuff. We know all that. All right. And now's the time for the get back. I think I think they know what's going on. They know what time it is. They're waiting for it. We need to give them what they're waiting for. Just a backhand. Yeah. You know, this this game's got everything that you want. It's got the two marquee head coaches, contrasting styles. One's the offensive young guy. The other is the grizzled 70-year-old defensive coordinator. One guy spent his life at the at the foot of his father, who was an NFL guy for life, right? Mm-hmm. Kyle under Mike. And then Pete went to the Niners originally, was a quality assistant control coach, and then worked his way up, went to the college ranks, won a national championship there, came back to the NFL after failing years before. And, like, they're just total contrast in styles, right? You know what I mean? Like, they really, really are. And then you look at what uh, Seattle's done. I thought they were done. Like, straight up, I thought they were going to be the fourth-place team in this division. I was wrong. I think we were all wrong. I thought Geno Smith – I liked him coming out of West Virginia. Mm -hmm. But, like, how many people – thought that Geno Smith would be the all-time single-season Seahawk passing leader. I didn't I didn't think that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I thought DK was going to be up out of here. He ends up having a bounce-back season, lock it in him. Kenneth Walker, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Like, there are so many things here that are coming to a head. I worry about this right here, the most lethal part of the 49ers. You can say the run game. I'm going to say the pass rush. Mm-hmm. I think it all starts with Nick Bosa. He's the most important player on this team. Go back to some of the other rainy games where they've really faltered. NFC Championship game 2011. The wet track negated their pass rush. Mm. Justin Smith, Alden Smith, all that front seven wasn't able to attack the way they could. Earlier this year, week one against the Bears, they couldn't attack Justin Fields the way they wanted to because of the slippery conditions. Mm. I'm worried the most potent part about this team, the pass rush, gets negated by the weather. Mm. Like, I'm legitimately worried. And then that opens things up down the field. We know the Achilles heel. It's the secondary, Casey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, straight up, straight up. I agree with you. The Amino Lenore uh, has struggled down the stretch. What right? do you th- What do you think about uh, Hufanga? Because I know a lot of people are saying, you know, he's you know been a weak link as of late, or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Uh, I know he's had a couple plays here and there, but I still think he's fine. I don't think he's much of a weak link. I look at the secondary like if a quarterback's the hardest position to play. All right. Gotcha. I think it's secondary. I think it's impossible to play DB in the modern NFL. These guys are freaks upon freaks. Try guarding DK Metcalf one play and then Tyler Lockett on the next. Mm. And you're supposed to stay with that guy for three, four, five seconds? Like, Mm. come on. So a guy takes one step the wrong way. The way the NFL is now, the precision, even someone like Geno, who's on his best day, what is he? The 11th best quarterback on his best day? Mm-hmm. Maybe on, on a worse day, he's in the 20s somewhere. The precision. He made dime after dime after dime in the fourth quarter of that Rams game that they had to have. So if you take one step to the left, boom, I'm getting beat. And then I got a freak who, even if I underthrow it in DK, I'll just jump up, throw you to the side. Ah, I'm making that catch on you. I'm mossing you. I think DB's the hardest position in sports. That's just for me. Mm-hmm. Do I worry about them? Yes. Has Hufanga been excellent at times? Yes. Has he been bad at times? Absolutely. I look at it like a bullpen pitcher. The guy could be lights out for a month. What do we remember? Oh, the one pitch that he served up in the eighth inning of the last game that I saw him. So I think Hufanga's been really good for a young player. 
but his strength is not pass breaks down the field. He's mm. not Ed Reed. He's more of a in the box instinctual guy. And sometimes those instincts are going to bite you when you take a hard step in and you think they're coming at you and the double move comes. And that's when you give up the big play. And that's where I worry about in a game like this. Mm. Two things on Ufunga, and you can call me a casual. Isn't he an all pro? He's an all pro. He 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 is. But that's where this is where Niner fans, like we get caught up in the weeds on things. Like we want to talk about what a guy can't do instead of all the great things they can do. Mm-hmm. Like literally name the best at his position. <laughs> I, I just want to be clear what we're talking about. The man was named the best at his position. Right. Two. I, I'm with you. The man I'm wore a De'Aaron Fox jersey. Well, he with us. He's gonna go. be just fine it's this family. weekend. That's family. Right He's he gonna be just light fine the beam? this weekend. He, uh, light the beam, y'all. Y'all can y'all can light 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 Levi's red if you want to. Uh, coming up this weekend, um, I think a lot we of painted things, the end zones red. There we go, red end zones. You know, you know, you is. won't believe this, Butch, but I've actually heard that. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that. It's been it's been yelled at me now for two days, but I I, I, I heard about the red end zones. You talked about the um, you know, the pass rush and the slippery conditions. I think that's another thing. You you go back to the the Chicago game, and that's well well pointed out and was well discussed at the time. I think we're so far away from that, Butch, and obviously weather conditions are weather conditions, field conditions are field conditions, but I've the fact that this team is already weather battle-tested mm. leads me to believe that whatever changes need to be made to uh, 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 eliminate that potentially being a fault, whether it's deeper cleats, whether it's changing, the, whatever the case may be, mm. I think the same hiccups that this team has seen in the rain earlier in the season or perhaps even going back to just the Chicago game I don't think they're going to be there this weekend. Uh, I, I I think the 49ers pass rush will be completely fine. And I'm with you in the sense, Butch, that's the difference in the game to me. Because I like Seattle significantly more than the both of you do. And No, no. I, I think Seattle's covering the 10. Like, straight oh, okay. up. This is a divisional okay. game. Yeah, like, yeah. I, this, this 10 number is ridiculous. Can we agree there? Like, that's a ridiculous number. I disagree. I'm going to tell you, Seattle, Seattle not good enough. And I'm going to tell you one of the things why they're not good enough. The rain and all this other stuff. What that does is that slows down the game as far as the running game, and that gives the defense a little bit of an advantage. Their defense ain't good enough to stop the 49ers running game. Not in the rain. They may, the def, their defense in general just isn't good enough. Like, it's not good enough to say. This ain't the LOB. LOB in the rain? Yeah, you ain't scoring nothing. You're not moving the ball. This ain't them. You can push them around on the line. You can push them around in the middle of the field with the linebackers. And by the time you get to that third level, I think they got problems. So that's before we even talk about Purdy and the passing game and Debo and Kittle and all this stuff. McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell are going to be a problem and for that's, the Seahawks. That's, 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 that was, sorry, Bush, that was just running through my no. head right there is yeah. Christian McCaffrey wasn't in Chicago. Didn't it no. rain in the first home game at, 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 at Levi's? Yes. Like, bit, that no. was the game Trey got hurt. It rained and stopped raining. They lost Elijah Mitchell the week prior. Wasn't around like, for that one. Like, no. Hey, Christian McCaffrey's the game changer for this team. Mm-hmm. So here, here's something that I keep thinking, and I'm trying to give healthy respect to the Seahawks because I, I unlike you, Casey, I, I think this is going to be a one-score game. I mm-hmm. think this is a field goal game, and that's why I worry about special teams. Like, oh. I, I just think that these division games are different, and we keep thinking that the Niners are just going to roll the ball out and out and hit somebody. This is Burford's first playoff game. This is Jake Rendell's first playoff game. This is Banks's first playoff game. Those are important pieces in the middle of that offensive line. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I worry. A couple of pre-snap infractions, a couple of holds, negate big plays. You know, the Quandry Diggs interception um, Thursday night against Seattle, that's a big momentum, game-changing type of a play that gets negated because of a penalty. 
you know, that game could have played a, a, a numerous different ways. This is the first time Brock Purdy is going to have a second chance against the team. Mm-hmm. You got someone like Pete Carroll, who I, I just respect him as a coach. I think you're going to see different coverages to kind of confuse the rookie. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. This is not the personnel of the LOB. But, like, th- there's a lot on the Niners side that's new as well. Like, I know Debo's a superstar. Debo's been here, done that. I get all that. He's had a down year. You know, he's had a down year. Brock, the middle of this O-line, McGlinchey's up and down. I I think this is going to be a lot closer than we want to admit. I hope not. The, the, ten, ten one-score games for Seattle this year. Mm, could have went either way. Um, two things to that. And once yes. again, I do have – I said this on Monday. The the respect – and no, this isn't disrespect. But I can't tell if you're serious when you do this. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I told you I was serious about this one. It's not disrespect to Geno and, and Kenneth Walker and Locker and Metcalf yeah. and all that, but I'm not as worried about them as I am about Pete Carroll. Right? Pete Carroll is has had a uh, under the radar because nobody even mentions him, a coach of the year type of season oh. with what he did with this team that everybody yeah. talks about dayball, and nobody thought the Giants were gonna be any good. I agree with you, Butch. I thought they were gonna be a bottom two team in the league. And mm-hmm. and, and he's got them in the playoffs. So there's that. But I I'll I'll say two things about that. Number one all those guys that it's their first opportunity in the playoffs for the 49ers, it's the same thing on the other side. And they've got to go on the road in the trenches against the best defense in football. Gino ain't never been in a playoff game. Kenneth Walker ain't never been in a playoff game. That whole defense ain't never been in a playoff game. I don't even think, to be honest with you, I don't think they've seen half of what Kyle Shanahan has in the bag as far as misdirections and all that. He was, aside from the one touchdown – that he did to McCaffrey on a double screen. He was pretty straightforward with them in Seattle. I think Kyle well, they didn't Shanahan, have Debo. They didn't have that's Debo. another thing. Like yeah. they didn't have Debo. I, I, uh, guys, I'm just let's call it what it is. Debo carried this team in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Like Debo is, uh, we haven't seen anything close to what we saw last year with Debo. It was a really down year. I mean, he had under a thousand all-purpose scrimmage yards. So my question to them is like, does the rain affect how you're going to utilize McCaffrey and Debo simultaneously? Mm-hmm. Does that become more predictable? You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Are, are you? you're not able to showcase all the things that you want to for the fear of the conditions being so bad. Remember that Colts game going back Mm -hmm. last year Mm -hmm. when Jimmy Garoppolo's like throwing up knuckleball, three flies up, passes into the end zone? Some guys don't play well in the rain. I don't know if Brock Purdy's one of those guys. Casey, I walked next to this guy at at, at, uh, training camp or whatever for the 49ers. He was tired. Maybe like Jimmy's mm-hmm. tiny, right? And like L- NFL standards tiny. Okay. I'm not yeah. saying like Joe Shasky tiny. I'm talking NFL standards tiny. Brock Purdy is smaller both ways, height, weight, thickness than Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. I, ugh, these rain games worry me, man. And I think it's going to be like we had a weather person on today. I think it's going to be bad. Mm. <laughs> well, that's one we haven't done. We haven't had Christina Warner <laughs> on the air to discuss the, uh, the weather in San Francisco. <laughs> That's tremendous. Yes, because that's tremendous. I learned a lot. What, what did she say? But she said it's going to be bad before and after, but it may clear up during, not clear up, but it won't rain as much during the game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now it's changed even more. And she texted us, like, oh, maybe the third quarter now. And I'm just like, meteorologists, you guys all suck. Like, I mean, give me a break. Come on. Just, just, just tell me if it's raining or not. That's all I need to know. I mean, geez, Louise. No, guys, this is a big one. Like this is a, here's another little element we were talking about today. Jim Harbaugh is someone that's beloved by a lot of 49er fans. He can do no wrong. Mm. Well, this would be Kyle's third trip into the playoffs. He has an opportunity to tie Jim Harbaugh 
with this win against the Seahawks. To me, there's some poetry there. Like he'd be the third tied for third winningest playoff coach in 49er playoff history. That's pretty cool. Seaford and Walsh with 10 wins. If Kyle can win Sunday, that's his fifth win. He'd go five and two in the playoffs. I don't know. That fascinates me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 